On today's episode of Dynasty Dumpster Fire, I have a special guest join me to talk some Dynasty trades, see us discuss some names like Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, CJ Stroud, Brock Purdy, Devontae Adams, and Brandon Ayuk. So sit back, get comfortable, and let's talk some Dynasty fantasy football. Welcome back into the Dynasty Dumpster Fire podcast. This is your host, Tanner or TK, and I am joined today once again by Marty D. Marty, how's it going, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me, dude. No problem. Happy to have you back on and, and chat some Dynasty. It's been a, been a little bit. We've been traveling around and enjoying the, the rest of our summer here, but pretty excited to kind of get back into football season. Oh, you, you betcha. We're a couple weeks away from the beginning of the season here. I can smell September. And the uh, the pre, uh, the Hall of Fame game is Thursday, I think. Which no, I mean, it doesn't matter, but it's the it's real football, so that's kind of cool. So, you excited to see Zach Wilson out there? Yeah, is that who it'll be? Probably. <laughs> yeah. A, yeah. They're actually, start yeah, Zach pro- Wilson. <laughs> yeah, Zach Wilson. Yeah. Apparently, he looks way better now with with Rogers, is what I've been seeing. But we'll see. Hey, sometimes um, you need a dad in your life to boost your confidence, or is that yeah. too hard of a joke? <laughs> or mom, if you're Zach Wilson. Um, <laughs> So what what we're doing today is we're going to go through and do another trade show. We debated between buys and sells and trades, uh, and we decided to go with some uh, a trade show since a couple of we've both participated in a couple of trades since the last one. Not as many as the previous one, so we didn't have as many to choose from. There's only about five in this in this uh, particular segment that we're going to do, uh, but some of them are some pretty interesting ones. So. Uh, we're going to go through each one of them, let you know, uh, you know, the pieces that were traded, the context of the league, and then just kind of what are our thoughts on the deal, you know, thought processes, things of that nature. So you ready to go? Let's get started. All righty. So deal number one was a deal that I had made uh, with another league mate of ours in our new startup that we had just finished in July. Uh, we're going to call it, we got two leagues that we're both in together, League of Legends and and Nasty League. We're going to we're gonna go through each one so we kind of know the difference. Um, the, the, the Nasty League is basically bigger starters, so it's 10 starters rather than nine, uh, and bigger benches uh, just for context. Um, but in, that was the league that I had traded up with you for, uh, traded up for you with the 103 and the startup to get Jalen Hurts. And we have a friend in the league who is an avid, Eagles fan who I approached about potentially offloading Jalen Hurts to, uh, thinking he would give me a major overpay. Uh, and he was a little bit more conservative and smart than I thought he was. So credit to John on that. Uh, I thought he'd be willing to give me the farm and he wasn't. Uh, but he, we ended up kind of going back and forth. I, I told him, I was like, I got to have Lamar, obviously, who he took at the end of the first round. Uh, and I've got to have your, your 25 first because I already had his 24 first. So then we are kind of just haggling over the extra pieces that were involved there as well. Uh, I wanted Jameer Gibbs for Cam Akers a swap. He wouldn't do it. He really He's really high on Gibbs. Uh, so what we kind of settled with here, and I think this is a pretty good deal for me, especially what I, uh, seeing as what I was able to kind of turn these pieces into uh, on some of the next deals are, uh, I was able to, I, I basically sent away Jalen Hurts and Mike Williams, who, adios, Mike Williams, I don't 
really care about Mike Williams and, and Dynasty. Uh, and I was able to get back somebody that I actually am kind of excited to get, Brandon Ayuk, alongside Lamar Jackson and a 25 first on top of it. So basically, tear down from uh, Jalen Hurts to Lamar, get the first on top, which I think is a, a pretty is worth it. And I think that they may have similar um, production this upcoming season if Lamar's in full health and that offense is kicking. And then obviously, I'm sure you can agree with me, Marty, We I would prefer Ayuk significantly uh over over mike williams so uh, i'll get into what i did with these pieces a little bit here in a few because uh, I, I did trade some of these pieces in some subsequent deals but what do you think about this one before we do so well i wasn't surprised uh, it was funny getting a text from both our friend john and from you at the same time um and just getting a kick out of that scene both your gears turning and like asking for my opinion i was like dude go for it that's all i said to both of y'all because i wasn't gonna get in the middle of it but i didn't know he texted was- you Oh yeah, he texted me, but there was there was no brainer. Um, it it definitely is a tear down, but you had pieces to make up for it, and then you teared up for the for the longevity and just for you know the stretch of the wide receiver game. You able to get a younger and a more, and also and I wouldn't say more, but it's it's just as equal caliber um, offense, especially for these wide receivers with their quarterbacks throwing the ball. Um, you got a Yuke who's a couple years was like two or three years younger than Williams, and he's in great health. Compared to Williams, he's he's really isn't that fragile. And I think I, I people forget it was really quiet. I was kind of amazed when I had looked at and kind of reviewed Ayuk when I was thinking about making this deal. He was the wide receiver fifteen last year, which is pretty good at twenty five years old. Uh, I know that Debo missed some time, um, but I still think you know seeing as Purdy's coming back and and you know, the offense is so good. I still think IU has some upside and I needed some help at some of, you know, I have Addison in that league. So I have some young receivers, uh, Hollywood Brown, and we don't quite know the quarterback situation early on there. So I wanted a little more stability to pair with Garrett Wilson. So I think uh, the Ayuk in the first kind of made this worth it to me. Uh, but I did not keep Lamar long as we'll get into here in a bit. Uh, but that was kind of my thought process with that one because uh, that was one of the bigger ones that were made in that league so far. So moving on to deal two, uh, I wanted to put this one in there as well because it basically shows kind of why or what I turned Lamar into uh, a couple of days later. Uh, so basically what I wanted to take do with Lamar is since I have him in my two kind of favorite dynasty leagues that I'm a part of, I wanted to diversify and make sure that I kind of, you know, kind of make it a portfolio play to get a different quarterback that I didn't have any shares of. Uh, that's not because I don't believe in Lamar, but it's more so because I don't, you know, if he gets hurt or if, you know, he has a bad year, it screws me twice. So I'm like, all right, who can I try to tear Lamar up for or down further for? And I started looking at the ranks and I'm like, I don't want to go any further down at that point. Uh, I don't want to go down to Deshaun Watson range. Uh, I tried for Mahomes, no dice, Allen, no dice. So I settled on kind of trying to target Justin Herbert. Uh, so I'll explain the deal and then I want you to kind of tell me what you think and tell me what you think about Herbert this upcoming season. So, uh, I was able to get Justin Herbert from, uh, with, you know, for Lamar and then just some auxiliary picks that I didn't care about so much outside of the 26 seconds. So it was a 26 second Lamar, a 24 fourth and a 25 third for Justin Herbert. Um, what are your thoughts on this deal as a whole? And then what do you, what is your outlook on, on Herbert in terms of, you know, on his own and compared to Jackson this upcoming season. You got two equal caliber quarterbacks. Both of them got their bags. They've got their money. They're secured for the next couple of years. That gives you stability and also just confidence that things are going to work out. 
before you choose to either trade them again or hold them for a couple more years when they resign. Um, the advantage to Herbert is that although he still hasn't gotten – he has a chip on his shoulder. He needs to prove a little more just like Lamar does to get that recognition they deserve. But he has so much potential. He really does. He's still very young just like Lamar. He isn't as adventurous as Lamar can be with running the ball. Um, he will go out of the pocket and move his way, but he is – he's smart. He's, he's quick to protect himself rather than going after the goal line. I mean – he is a smart quarterback, so I do like this. The picks you gave up, thirds and fourths, don't really hold a lot of value in ours. However, in this league, since we're so deep, they could. I mean, hypothetically, they could be stashed later down the road. The second, I don't know what that's worth yet because we don't. It's too early to to speak. They're they're high school seniors. <laughs> no one really knows what the twenty twenty six draft is going to look like yet. I mean, they're they're still getting finishing up their public ed. And, and they're, they haven't even touched that diploma yet. So, um, Let me just say that I think it's ridiculous that Sleeper lets you trade 26 picks, but also it's kind of funny. But So I used it. I, I, did, I just like, you know, will you take a 26? And when he even considered it, I was like, okay. <laughs> hey, I don't really he, want 26 picks. You're lucky he didn't ask for a first because I thought Lamar in a first would warrant Herbert easy. But by doing this without a first, I thought that was a steal. I, I personally did, especially with what you had in your arsenal. You were able to be, you know, frugal and also smart. And I thought this was a well-thought play. I just really like Herbert. Uh, I, I knew I wasn't getting Burrow. I just I just knew that this was something that with the, the manager that had him that, I, that was attainable to me. Uh, and I just really like Herbert. I think, you know, his weapons are healthy this year. People forget new coordinator as well, right? So they got Kellen Moore from Dallas, who we know what he's been able to do in Dallas with some of his play calling. And, and I think that from what I'm seeing in camp reports, they're actually going to allow him to throw deep now. And he has one of the best arms in the NFL. Um, his average average depth of, of throw last year was like seven yards, which is kind of ridiculous knowing that how good he is at throwing. Uh, so I think his, his old coordinator kind of limited him, uh, Lombardi, a little bit. Um, but I'm kind of excited to get a piece of that offense. And I'm, I'm really you know excited to diversify, nothing against Lamar, but to also build around Justin Herbert. I, that, that was my goal there. So I was happy that that trade was able to, to get done. All right, so moving on to deal three. This one is one of yours, so I'll let you talk about it after I tell uh, just discuss the pieces real quick. Same format as before, 12-team Superflex PPR start 10. Uh, this one's a little less exciting, but there's still some good pieces being exchanged. So you sent away Miles Sanders in a 24 third and was able to get back Deontay Johnson and Kyle Trask. So if you want to walk me through your thought process on this, why you did it, and you know what you were kind of looking to get out of it. So, you know, there's a lot of hype around Deontay Johnson, um, although many apps are reporting him as the wide receiver too. He's, he has a great connection right now with Pickett. Um, so I, I, I see it continuing for this season at least and maybe for one more season before Pickens really does take over as the true wide receiver one if he does absorb that role pretty well at Pittsburgh. Um, I had four you know, starting running backs. Uh, Miles Sanders was the fourth one in there. I had Josh Jacobs, uh, James Conner, and uh, Alvin Kamara, and then Miles Sanders was just the fourth in there. And I thought it may make more sense to have more wide receivers and this running back crisis we're in right now, then it would be to have four of them. So I, I gave up one running back. I tiered, I don't know if I teared down. I, it's hard for me to really understand. Um, every crowdsourcer has a different value of how much he's worth. But I was able to uh, handcuff my disgusting quarterback, 
who hopefully is in the the end of the of the tier at don't the end you, of the season. Don't you disrespect Baker Mayfield <laughs> like that. <laughs> I have optimism. I'm not pessimistic with this, but you know, we'll see what happens he does in in Bucks count, you know, in Bucks country. Uh, hopefully he can do something well in Florida. There ain't a whole lot going great right now. It's like 100 degrees water, so maybe he can cool things out for us. <laughs> yeah, so Marty now has the guaranteed buck starter. So as, as whatever that's worth for this year, he's got Trask or Baker, unless something crazy happens. I have a QB3. Um, and then it's also, <laughs> yeah, it's also it's true. I mean, it's it's a bench player, so, you know, and, and a buy fill-in guy. Uh, but I guess the good thing about this also is you diversified. I know that's not the most important thing, but you still want to think about it, right? You had two shares of Sanders, so it doesn't I hurt did. to maybe l- mitigate the risk a little bit. Um, I do think he'll do well this year, but you didn't need the running back help. Uh, so I like the play. And I think Deontay Johnson is underrated as well um, based on kind of the fluky no-touchdown season that he had last year. Uh, he was peppered with targets by Pickett, but he just couldn't get in the end zone. Uh, and I think, you know, like we talked about in the, the buy-sell episode, we expect the Steelers to take a big step forward. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, and I still see Deontay. Deontay's still a wide receiver one there. I don't care who's saying Pickett is um, because he just so- soaks up targets. So I think it's a good move for you. Yeah, no, you're right, though. That, that is true. I, I had to diversify with my two shares of miles between the two leagues we're in together. I mean, you only can have so much of the same player. I only got yeah. one true love, and that's Jared Goff, and that's all I, I can share for both my leagues. <laughs> yeah, he's also a Jared Goff guy, so Marty's not by the, choice. Marty's Mister Goff, not by choice. Yeah, could there could be worse quarterbacks? You could be, uh, you could have many shares of Baker Mayfield. So you're right. Thank God, it's only one league. <laughs> so moving on to trade number four. So here's the other piece of that initial trade that I made for uh, in trade number one. The 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 other piece that I ended up moving for something else that I'm kind of excited about. I and Marty and I talked about this a little bit before recording. Am not super. Th- I wasn't super thrilled to have 49ers quarterback shares in my dynasty leagues just because I'm kind of tired of hearing about it, and I also don't really trust either one of them. I don't trust Trey Lance. I think he's he's a bust. I don't think that he's going to get an opportunity there. It's clear they don't like him. And I also think Purdy benefited a lot from a easy schedule in those, you know, those those, those games that he played uh last year. And and we didn't get to see him finish out the game against a true kind of monster opponent against, you know, the Eagles that we would have gotten to see, you know, really what he's made of in that uh in that NFC championship game. So I put Purdy on the block. I had already given my other share of Purdy in my in the other league to you, uh, and I put Purdy on the block. I had a couple people message. wasn't anything that I was interested in, uh, and then until I got an offer or a message from a guy that we had talked about in our startup episode is hoarding basically rookies and sophomores uh, on his you know after the startup. So he had C.J. Stroud, and I was like, well, what what would it take on top of of Purdy to get to Stroud because. Number one, I, I wanted to have kind of a share of one of those rookie quarterbacks to root for. Number two, I think Stroud's a little undervalued in, in comparison to his counterparts, uh, Richardson and, and Young. He's going like a round or two after them. I don't really see why, to be honest, because he's arguably the best pure passer out of the two. And he responded back, and we kind of went back and forth. There was some you know, some offers sent, but ended up settling on that extra 25 first that I got on top of, uh, so I had two at that point from the previous deal, on top of Purdy. Give me CJ Stroud. So happy to get Stroud. Love him as either a QB two or three this year. I don't know how he'll be this year, but I'm excited to have a piece of him. What do you think of Stroud and, and this deal as a whole? 
Well, just like Purdy, you weren't going to start him unless you utterly must. Um, you know, CJ Stroud is going to be on your bench until you feel confident. And it gives you, like you said, someone to cheer for. You got Addison and him, which are two nice, you know, rookie pickups. One you picked up from the initial draft and one you traded for. So I, I like it. Um, if he, if anybody's going to do anything in Texas with this Texans team, it hopefully it's him. He doesn't really have the offensive pieces he needs to be successful, but if he can figure it out and connect with his true passing game, it could be it could be a good season for them. I mean, they, I'm they can't do worse than last year. Absolutely not. Um, I'm optimistic <laughs> about them, not their receivers, but they did bring in Schultz, who let's not forget was a very competent tight end in Dallas. Mechie is now back, and he was no slouch prospect either. Mechie was was a high end prospect before his leukemia diagnosis, and he's looking good on some of the the, the camp highlights that I'm seeing. And I'm also seeing lots of uh, you know Nico Collins. They have mm-hmm. Robert Woods, and then I don't know if you you know anything about Tank Dell, but he's getting a little bit of hype as well. Uh, the, I've been the speedy that. receiver, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if he'll be anything like first round receivers bust all the time, right? Think about uh, Zach Wilson and and your favorite boy Baker Mayfield, but um, <laughs> they also hit all the time. So if I'm gonna have, you know, if I'm gonna bet on one, I, I would take any of the three. But Stroud was the one that was attainable with the the pieces that I had. Uh, so you know, go Texans this year. I'm gonna be kind of hoping that he turns into something good, but. Um, something that kind of pulled me over the edge on this before we move on. I'll also tell you is I have a buddy who's a huge Ohio state diehard fan. Mm. Uh, and I asked him, I was like, like even leading up to the draft process, um, when the Panthers had the first pick and they were between Stroud and young, I asked him, I'm like, dude, what do you think? What do you think about Stroud? Like you've watched him. And he told me, and he's a big college football fan, NFL fan. He's like, Stroud's the six Stroud's the real deal. He's like, I'm telling you, he's going to be, he's going to be the best of all three of them. So, I don't know if that means anything, but he watched him all of the you know, all of the the time that he was at OSU. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take a chance on him. And he texted me after he's in the league with us, um, Devin. He's like, I'm jealous of that Stroud that Stroud trade. And I'm like, all right, well, let's hope he's good because I'm going off of your analysis, buddy. But so yeah, got me some CJ Stroud. So uh, turned that trade into uh, Ayuk Stroud and and Herbert. So I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. And all you got to do is give up uh, Lamar and a first. And yeah, extra some, first that and, I got, yeah. yeah so. and, and your 2026 uh, high school uh, second rounder. <laughs> and, and Purdy. But honestly, I, I don't want 49ers players. I don't want 49ers quarterbacks at all like you don't either. Mm, they, they, Speaking of. <clears throat> oh, yeah. We'll go to me. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you talk about it. So you also traded away the Purdy share that I gave you in our other league. So now we're moving to our, our last trade here, and this is the – uh, League of Legends, our, our other dynasty league that we've been in a little bit longer that we've talked about. It's a little more shallow, definitely shallower benches, start nine, uh, but still 12-team super flex PPR start nine. It's just a little bit shallower. Um, you were able to get kind of some throw-in guys, Paris Campbell, Wandale Robinson, the 302, the 211, all of that's kind of meh, uh, but you also got the 109, which is you know definitely a solid asset uh, overall uh, in exchange for Adams and Purdy. I'll let you talk yourself through this one, you know, talk about your team structure and why you made this deal before I kind of give you my opinion on it since it's your deal. But what what are you thinking here or what were you and thinking here? For the record, for everybody listening, I'm not a Giants fan. Um, I'm not here to say that I, I think they're a bad team. It's just those are the players that were at my availability. So I thought if I was going to get anybody, I would get two players that could compliment themselves. Uh, Campbell, you know, he did pretty well with the Colts last year as a slot runner. Um, he he bounced back from, you know, some mediocre rookie seasons in the year previous to that. So 
They talk a lot about him being a future element here in you know in, in New York. I don't know what that means. We'll see if it comes true to fruition. So I thought, why not pick him up? Robinson, Wandell, we didn't get to see a whole lot of him until he got injured with his ACL. Eventually, he was the only healthy receiver one point, so Daniel Jones did pick him a lot, and he was able to catch those targets pretty well. Um, he bounces back. It could be a nice pickup. Um, and then, you know, the other the, the third round, and the, the early third and late second, were just things to equal out the trade to make t- the 109 and everything all doable. I was a little disappointed to give up Devontae Adams, but with during the negotiations with our team league mate, um, you know, I, I suggested Eric Godwin. I suggested Michael Pittman. I had other wide receivers. Chris I Godwin. Su- Chris Godwin, my apologies. Um, and, you know, I, I suggested other receivers, but I think at the end of the day, he wanted someone that could be an instant, you know, creator with fantasy value immediately on his squad. And, you know, he's a great piece. But I was able to, you know, downgrade tremendously at the wide receiver. And um, my goal is to pick up Zay Jones. And, you know, uh, this this initial draft with the 109, I mean, who doesn't want joystick? I mean, that's what Lamar says. I mean, he's out there moving like a Madden player. So we'll see what truly that all means once the season begins. So, and I told you this when you first made the deal. My problem with this deal <clears throat> is that, number one, you're, tr- you're a competitive team. So that was kind of why I was wondering a little bit about what you were wanting to do here and why uh, – why you wanted to make that move. If you match the pieces up, and this is where I kind of struggle with it a little bit. Um, the one or nine is a fair price to, to sell either Purdy, definitely Purdy, but also Adams for. So whichever one you want to kind of pair with that is fine. The only issue is I have is I don't know that I would give up the other player for Paris Campbell, Wandale, the three Oh two and the two eleven, Um, unless you really just have, strong conviction about Campbell and Robinson uh, for some reason. Wandale flashed at times. Campbell has is a deep field threat. So, you know, they're, they're depth they're, and you can stash Wandale on your taxi and you may have some flyers at the 302 and 211 that can help you. The only problem is the rookie draft in this league is super late. So people are going to have a better idea of who's good and who's not. Whereas if we did this in May or June, you were, you would have been able to get somebody, you know, uh, somebody really good in the third. Uh, and you still may. I mean, you don't know. We don't know how this will go. But uh, that's the problem I had with it. And the only reason that I was kind of like, eh, you know, the one or nine, good. Keep that. Make your pick. Get Zay Flowers. Definitely a good asset to have. Um, but then I kind of struggled. I just felt like you maybe could have gotten a little more on that one. But, to, you know, to each their own. And No, yeah. And- no, I, I understand. You know, like at the time i was hoping you know in, in in a perfect situation i would like to get a quarterback back for purdy but the the league maybe we were i was negotiating with didn't have any other quarterbacks that was worth 2 cents um everything that they had acquired was off the waiver wire so um he, well, he had pickett but he's not giving up pickett no yeah. and you know i had given him pickett earlier that year before he had developed into the player he was at the time which was a big mistake on my error um, that was early on in the season, which I do regret. But, you know, he got Purdy for me. He got Pickett for me. He got two quarterbacks that have a lot to prove. So if they make it – if they do well, that he has two quarterbacks for next year. If not, he has to figure out two more quarterbacks. Yeah, he has an early first two picks in the draft, so he will get his third quarterback in the bitter end. But I, I was seeing this as a way to increase my bench, which I knew was very weak, and figure out a way to add some assets that could – in the long run, help me out. 
now with certain news breaking out, I'm having to rethink my strategy because I hold also the 110, but with the 109 acquired, I felt good at the time before this week that I could stash a handcuff for a different player on my team. But, you know, things happen. People get hurt. <laughs> yeah, he's referring to Ken Walker and Charbonnet. Now, I told him the the way he can make this right, in my opinion. Um, and again, it's not my team. And I have just as good a chance of being wrong as, as you do. I mean, I might be wrong about this. I told him he should trade that 110 for some other competitive or, or you know, quality producing asset then it kind of it kind of balances out, right? You can turn Purdy into a guy like Zay Jones, and then you can replace, you know, Adams in a first if you can get somebody, you know, in a second. Like let's say you throw that first at somebody like we were talking about Derrick Henry. If you could swing like Derrick Henry in a second or a third back, it kind of makes it feel a little better. Um, or somebody of the in that vein. But uh, you know, he was also talking about spending it on Charbonnet. Uh, we don't know what his injuries looking like and all of that with all of that, the camp news, but uh, our, our rookie drafts in 13 days. Um, I'll be watching from the sidelines cause I traded all my picks <laughs> away, uh, for this year, which is fine. You know, I don't love, I'm not in love with any of the, I, I didn't have a huge need in, in terms of keeping my picks and I actually won the league. So, you know, it was all worth it, but time will tell, I guess if this is worth it. Uh, but I guess the thing we have in common is we both wanted out of our Purdy shares and now we, neither one of us have to talk about Brock Purdy to each other anymore. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> those are all the trades that we actually have today. Uh, I, you know, both of the leagues seem like they'll be pretty active. More, you know, once the season kicks up, especially, we'll try to do one of these maybe once every, maybe once a month, or I'll try to get you on, and we can do uh, maybe eventually we can get John on, and we can you know we can have a group a group podcast at some point, but. Uh, we'll do some of these every once in a while, kind of update you guys on, on these leagues and the trades that are going down in them. Um, hopefully some of them, you know, we'll have some big ones coming soon. We'll also do, I also plan to do a kind of a weekly recap in our new league. Uh, maybe you and I could do one in this league as well, depending, um, with some of the guys in that league, since I'm a little closer with some of them, we were talking about doing like a group recap. So you'd be welcome to come on for that too. Um, maybe four or five of us coming and just kind of chatting about the week before, uh, the teams, how everything went. So, uh, we can talk about that a little bit later, but, uh, I appreciate you coming on Marty. Uh, you know, it's always fun to chat dynasty. Anybody that's listening, as I always say, thank you for, for listening and and supporting. If you could like the podcast, share it. Uh, I'm, I'm climbing in my views. Um, not where I want to be yet, but I'm going to keep pumping out content and hopefully, uh, hopefully you guys are liking listening to it. Um, like I said, thanks again for coming on, Marty. It was good chatting with you. Thank you for having me. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk again soon for sure. And to everybody else listening, thank you for checking out the podcast and we'll see you on the next episode of Dynasty Dumpster Fire. (laughs) 